with rising billions, disrupting tradition, always be closing, gaining exponential wisdom from street smart strategies. I dream the kind of dreams that other people said would not be possible. Free your mind. Nothing happens till something moves. I'm a big fan of going all in on your strengths. Create your blue ocean. Innovation and collaboration with competition. Do you want to sell sugar water for the rest of your life? Or do you want to come with me and change the world? Creating uncontested market space. I worry that people don't tap into their strengths. Wealth creation and a new economy entrepreneur. There is a very thin dividing line between success and failure. Witnessing unprecedented technology. You can fail at what you don't want. So you might as well take a chance on doing what you love. Welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold Show with Christopher Gumby and Alan Witch. Hi, it's Christopher Cumby with Think Bold, Be Bold, and I'm here with my awesome co-host, Alan Witch. Alan, how are you? I'm doing fantastic, Chris. Although I must say, I kind of wish I was where you're at right now. Well, isn't that the case? Um, and in fact, why don't we just let everybody know where I'm actually doing the show? And, you know, the barrier to entry to do anything these days is completely eliminated with technology. And, uh, you know, I'm really excited about this guest coming on. In fact, I couldn't wait for him to come on our show. As soon as I learned about him, I was just really impressed for one. But most importantly, I just, you know, I'm so excited to learn, uh, especially from his age group, what's going on in, in, in technology, but I'm, I'm actually doing this show, you're right, Alan, uh, from the beach. My feet are actually in the sand right now. Um, in fact, during the show, I'll, I'll tease everybody and I'll walk down to the waves a little bit. I didn't want to have necessarily that background going while we're recording this show, but I'll, I'll certainly give everybody a little zen um, opportunity and, and we'll let the waves kind of roll in, but we'll do that near the end of the show. And, you know, Alan, again, getting you know, right into the show, and, and I'm super excited, you know, and I use that term a lot, but today that really rings true because this guy is very impressive. Uh, he's such a, you know, young man, but at the same time, uh, just a brilliant uh, man at that, and, and I'm just really excited to get, uh, get into it. And, Alan, why don't you take us away on that? Hey, great job, Chris. You know, and I totally agree. You know, this show is about, the, as you mentioned, it's about the entrepreneur, regardless of the age, even the entrepreneurs, those who really want to make a difference and branch out with some distinction and some differentiation. And uh, a lot of the uh, entrepreneurs we've had on the show have been of a particular age demographic, and today is going to be a little different to that. Today we have a very young man uh, on the show. He, he may be young by age, but uh, old by wisdom. And uh, he's a serial entrepreneur, advisor, speaker. He's a youth marketing brand strategist. He's been featured as the number one high school entrepreneur to watch in 2016 by Startup Grind and deemed a business phenom and tycoon by Inc., as well as a youth marketing and branding expert by Forbes. Okay? He helps personal brands and companies position themselves to better connect to Gen Z in order to create what you might call lifelong you know, brand loyalty consumers, which is what every company is looking for these days. And if they're not, they're going to get left behind. Now, this young man uh, works alongside a North American Gen Y and Z consultancy group. They're called Intercept Group. And they support large brands like Microsoft, uh, 3M, 
7-Eleven, Unilever, Toyota, L'Oreal, you mentioned there's a large cachet, and they really help uh, these companies and these brands connect with the, you know, the Y and Z consumers. Now, um, going to introduce this young man. His name is uh, Connor Blakely. And uh, I, you guys get your pencils out because I don't care where you come from or who you are. You need to listen and, and uh, use some of the wisdom from Connor. So, Connor Blakely, welcome to the Think Bold, Be Bold podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Uh, no, I'm just really excited. Thank you, Connor. And um, Connor's in the house, and I'm really excited to say that uh, again, like I said. You know, this is what Gary Vandershuk said uh, about Connor. Connor is awesome. So as uh, Alan mentioned, get your journal out, get your pen ready. Connor's going to, you know, get right into it. Uh, Connor, outside of the bio that, you know, Alan uh, so graciously, uh, you know, provided, you know, the audience today, what, uh, what, can you fill in some of those gaps? Yeah, for sure. Um, uh, what what I didn't highlight in my bio is I do a ton of public speaking. Uh, I really love trying to bring value to people in as many different ways as I can, and one of the best ways I do that uh, is through speaking. And I really think that uh, putting putting a box into any kind of marketing, uh, at its core, I just think it's understanding people and kind of reverse engineering where people's attention is. Um, and just trying to tell stories surrounding that uh, that bring them value and that can kind of captivate uh, an audience and tell an emotional story. So I think at its core, uh, what I do in its simplest form is look at what people do uh, and just reverse engineer it. I love it. Reverse engineer. Hey, guys, let's reverse. Yeah, reverse engineering. I love it. And this is from, Go ahead, this is from a 16-year-old young, young, brilliant kid. And uh, guys, listen up. Yeah, mo most definitely. And you know, again, Connor, we um, we really appreciate you jumping on. And, and I know you're busy, and you've got a lot of great things coming. In fact, uh, we're we're uh, super stoked to have you at an event we're doing later uh, later on this year in September. So we can't wait to hear more and you know do a real deep dive on on the things that you can train. Uh, you know, especially the group we're going to have with us and provide some really good insight. But, you know, you and I had a little quick chat prior to you coming on the call, and, um, you know, I asked you a question, and I'm going to pose that question now. Um, tell us what a Gen Z, and who, that, who is a Gen Z, for one, and, and, and why is it important for companies, um, whether you're a small company or a large company, to really understand yeah. what you guys, uh, you know, how you guys think. Yeah, for sure. So Gen Z is consumers age. Uh, two to 19 years old, uh, really Gen Z is unlike any other generation that uh, brands or people in general have ever uh, had to encounter. They're the first truly digital native generation, so they don't know world uh -huh. without having like an iPad at their fingertips. They're the first generation that can take a selfie, order a pizza, and text their friend back all at the same time, which is crazy to think about. <laughs> um Businesses all need to be paying attention to Gen Z. Uh, they, they're going to outpace uh, millennial and baby boomer and Gen X spending power by 2020. They're, by 2020, they're also going to make up 30% uh, of the U.S. population. Uh, they're also the most diverse, uh, ethnically diverse. Uh, don't quote me on the exact stats, but uh, it's 
it's definitely the most diverse of any other generation. And what I get, what I hear a lot of times is, oh, well, they don't have the spending power yet, so why does it matter? And what I have to say to that is uh, a recent poll was done where 100% of parents in the United States admit that Gen Z influences over 70% of all purchases made, which is pretty crazy wow. to think about. Wow. So whether, whether you're going to be capturing them now to buy your stuff later and creating that initial, re initial relationship and brand loyalty, you're going to want to uh, market to them and uh, connect with them effectively to be able to sell to their parents. So really in all facets, facets of your company, you need to learn about, uh, you need to learn how to effectively engage uh, and connect with Gen Z. Wow. Wow. That's fantastic. I, I love what you said. I, I love I want to repeat that. Order a pizza, talk to a friend, and, and, and text <laughs> us at the same time. Um, you know, yeah, the world moves fast for you, and, and, and yet you guys are well-equipped to stay up with it. And, and that's what's fascinating is that, and, you know, you and I talked and, and where you got the idea, and I, I certainly want you to share this. Um, and, Alan, I know you've got a, a several questions, uh, but I just want to share this one thing. When you and I talked, uh, Connor, you had this epiphany watching your friends play basketball. Share that story because I thought it was a really unique one. And because you're an entrepreneur, this is where the, you know, the ideas generate, and, and you did something about it, which is really cool. So share that story. It was, uh, it was a fascinating one. Yeah, no, for sure. So basically uh, I ran a social media agency for two years. Uh, that was getting – it wasn't getting boring to me, but I knew it wasn't going to take me to the next level, right? So I, I stopped doing my agency, and I was looking for another really big problem to solve because as entrepreneurs, what do we do? We find pro big problems and we fix them. So me and my friends were outside playing basketball for like four hours straight. And right after we got done, we went in my garage, grabbed the Gatorade, and of course, what did, what, what did teenagers do? We all grabbed our phones to check what we missed uh, the past four hours. And all my friends, as they were checking their phones, I was like paying attention uh, to the rate at which they were scrolling through their Twitter feed was mind-boggling like if you can imagine someone swiping on their phone as fast as they can that's exactly what they were doing and uh, from my social media background I was like holy shit are these people wasting are, are these brands wasting so much money trying to connect with us because uh, they're the ones promoting this content towards us and at, right. so it, I was like, oh, wow, well, like these brands on social media are doing such a horrible job trying to connect with our generation. Like, do they, are they just doing this uh, because they want to do it? Do they not understand us? Like, what's the situation? So I, I did a lot of research. I, figured, I learned very, very quickly that this, this was a real problem and not just something I was encountering personally. And the data, and what was amazing to me is all this data was available on how important it was to talk with us, yet brands weren't, weren't at, like, putting actionable steps based on, like, real, real data that they could be utilizing in their marketing and branding efforts. So I set out to solve this problem and act as a liaison uh, between the data and the marketing and branding strategies of big brands to uh, basically implement my, uh, my theory, which is if brands stop measuring ROI, in return on investment and more focus on return than my new definition of ROI, 
which I call return on interaction, and b the belief that investing in authentic human relationships trumps money every single time, that uh, that'll pay off in the long run, and brands should basically just be trying to make as many friends uh, as they possibly can uh, instead of quantifying it in let's talk at them, let's talk at them, let's talk at them instead of, hey, let's listen a little bit, let's talk with them, uh, let's meet them where they're at instead of where we want them to be. Uh, so basically just me getting really, really frustrated with the way I was being marketed to led me to uh, try to go solve this problem. I love wow, it. And I, and I just want to point out I love that. Alan, Alan, I want to point out something really, really quickly for the sure. audience, and I know you have a great question coming up. But you said, Connor, I was running a social media agency for two years, and you know, you're just 16 <laughs> years old now, and, and, and that's just an incredible way to think. And I just wanted to point that out for everybody listening because, listen, this is what is happening in the world, and you, you nailed it, Connor. Solving other people's problems are problems that are grandiose, and you know, you nailed it when you said. All these people are just, you know, firing things at us. They're not listening to us. So I love what you're doing. Thank you very much for, you know, just giving a, a little insight to, uh, you know, our first discussion, which I found fascinating. Alan, take us away. Hey, Connor, I, you got it going on. I love this digital native and talking with your audience, talking with them, not at them. As you're giving these, uh, these definitions and these, uh, uh, these talks to your audience, What's the biggest aha moment they have when they when they hear you talk? The biggest aha moment I think my audiences have is when I when I kind of like I basically try to throw all of the data into their face so they actually realize it's important. And I feel like once all the data is in their face, then they realize uh, basically that the barrier of entry to information is so low. It allows Gen Z to become the most informed and educated consumer to ever walk the face of the earth, and so I—that's one. That's one of them. But I think the one that like really gets people going and like gets them to realize everything is that. What do you hear all the time when you hear millennials and Gen Z? You think, oh, like they have really short attention spans. They can't focus. We need to focus on micro content. Well, yeah, micro content's great, but what the, the reason their attention spans are so low is because your advertising sucks, right? So right. what I like to call it, I like to just say that because of the information we have and the constant stream of it, we, we've developed really, really good BS meters. So what we do <laughs> is in that, six to, in that six to eight seconds, in that six to eight seconds, we're not, we're not looking at your content scrolling past it in six to eight seconds. We're doing that. But what we're doing is taking six to eight seconds to deem if it's worthy to spend more time on it. So right. basically, prove, right. you have six to eight seconds to prove that you're worth another look. And let me tell you, if you, if you can do that six to eight seconds right, then, then, then we can become hyper-focused if we deem it worthy and spend minutes and maybe even potentially hours on uh, what you were trying to get across. I love that. I'm, I'm, right, I'm running here. really fast here. <laughs> yeah, just so you know, and, and like we asked the audience to do, um, it's always great to journal and, and, and you know, take the little nuggets uh, that Connor's providing. So that's what we're doing right now, Connor, and trying to keep up, uh, again, with some of the things that you're throwing out there. But you said something really cool. If you do it right, 
68 seconds and it's worthy, you'll get them hyper-focused where they're going to spend a lot greater time on, on your product, service, or, or offering. That's just yeah. incredible. Awesome. Yeah, absolutely. Everyone needs Fantastic. To, something that everyone needs to be paying attention to. Because another thing that uh, I've come to realize is this has a trickle-down effect, right? So as these social media platforms age up, so does the barrier to information. So now you have parents right. uh, and baby boomers and Gen X developing the same exact filter. So uh, you hear, like, Gary Vaynerchuk and a lot of people saying, oh, all these social media platforms age up. I feel like we're getting to a point now where uh, actually all of it's aging back down. So these older generations are starting to, to develop some of the traits that they're learning from Gen Z. So I think that that's also something to pay attention to. Yeah, so we can absolutely. Say we're learning. I agree. I love the fact that uh, that you, you're you're extremely uh, transparent, Connor, and that's a, a, a trait that uh, most people, especially uh, in their you know their mid thirties, forties, probably forties and fifties, that uh, don't always come by honestly necessarily, but they come through by circumstance and uh, yeah. you know some trial yeah. and error and results and so forth. And you're taking that that point blank right on and taking the BS meter, you know, down to zero. And I think that's something that is extremely important, like you said, in this era of social media and the speed at which information transfers and value and message transfer, there is no time for the BS. And I, and I, and I honor you for saying that. Yeah, thank you. Sure. And I think here's the one thing that's crazy to me, right? So... I, I, I don't like to get political and like when I when I talk about business, but make um, Donald Trump his slogan is "Make America Great Again." Now, when you ask Donald Trump, I mean, when you ask Hillary Clinton, what like what are like what are, what are we going to do for America? She goes into a tangent, uh, takes a lot of time to go into details, explain it, like blah 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 blah. Right? You ask Donald Trump how he's going to solve immigration and what he's going to do for America, it's two sentences. Build a wall, make America great again. Now, policies <laughs> aside, whether you agree with what he's saying or not, what you can appreciate is the transparency and the fact that he's responsible with our time. So one thing that I want to boil it down to is the responsibility of time is really what it comes down to. Time, you can't buy time, right? And the fact that people are wasting it is what's turning off everyone. So I think if right. you combine time responsibility with my definition of ROI, that makes for a really, really good uh, strategy. Yeah, and, and, and I agree 100% listening to you and, and, and nodding my head at the same time. What I, I got a quick question, and Alan – apologize if I'm, I'm, I'm jumping in. No, go for it. But just something came to my mind. And what's the most important to a Gen Z? You know, help us really understand what's important to them when they're looking at that six to eight seconds of, of worthy. Like, what, what, what's going through your mind when you see something and you've got that BS meter, you know, one going word. off? And, and, and do it. Yeah, it's, it's all it is is one word. Value. And whether that value is coming to us through information, funny, or cool content, it, it really, so like if you can imagine uh, on a whiteboard the word uh, value, 
and then it has prongs going off of it, like fun, cool, information, uh, influencer. Um, basically, all of those things can uh, be deemed as value. So what are you doing for us, right? So now that you have our attention, what are you going to do with it? Because you can't buy, you can't buy attention. So what kind of value are you going to give me for my attention? Uh, like I, Gary puts it really, really greatly. He says, uh, "Day trading attention," which is it, at essence what all of these brands are trying to do. Now it's about what you're doing with it, uh, not getting it. Gotcha. Great uh, day trading attention and and attention. and again allowing that responsibility of time through what I understand, you know, value, which means it needs to be good information, funny, cool, uh, uh, influence. And, and I hear through, the, through the, uh, the dotted lines as well that it, it must be authentic, obviously. Yes, yes, yes. Um, basically, uh, don't, like, would you, here's what I talk about a lot too. Like, um, put, your, put yourself, like, you're, you're on the beach right now. If someone came up to you and said, hey, you didn't know who they were, you had no context, you, like, you didn't know them. They were like, hey, can I have 50 bucks? You'd be like, the hell? Like, I don't know you. Like, you could be a scammer. Like, that's at essence, like, what brands are doing right now. Like, they're literally right. going to random, they're going to random mm -hmm. people and saying, hey, buy our crap, right? Like, you need to treat your consumer the same way that you would treat a friend. Like, which is why it goes back to what I say every single time, try to make as many friends as possible. Because here's the beautiful part about it, too. Not only do your friends buy your crap, they also vouch for you. So, like, right. if, you make, if you make a good friend, they'll go to all their other homies and be like, hey, no, like, Bill is a great dude. So if, you, if, if a brand is measuring their consumers and their ROI in friends made, then it's, oh, hey, yeah, we, we like uh, this product. You should like it, too. And I talk about this a lot, too, is the best kind of marketing inspires word of mouth, which is basically what right. it comes down to at the end of it, too. Right, right. Well, it's truly serving 100%. your audience. Yeah, and not serving your own self-interest, but serving your audience and being transparent about that. And you're, yeah, there's, there's the vast majority of marketing, especially what we see on some of the entertainment, well, TV for, for blanket, you know, they throw they throw stuff up on the wall and they see what sticks. And there's so many different entities of business out there that do the exact same thing. They don't take time to really understand their market and serve their market and add value to their market as opposed to their own uh, objective. So I think you yeah, did a great no, job. Sure. Day trading attention, Connor. Fantastic. I love that. No, no time for Very, the BS. Uh, no time for the BS and, and the BS meter. And I, and I love the fact that you, uh, you'd mentioned that, um, it, you know, essentially the older generations are catching on to this, uh, this thinking as well. So the benefit of, of, of a Gen Z, and I have Gen Z kids, just so you know, and, 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 I, and I would agree that, you know, the influence that comes from them allows me to look at things a lot differently Especially when you know, again, someone walks up to me on the beach and asks asks me for fifty bucks. Um, you know, I love that concept. I love the analogy. It makes a ton of sense. And and thanks for sharing that. That was uh, that was an aha moment for me right there. How about that? <laughs> <laughs> thank you. Thank you. 
I love I love the data. I love the barrier to to your point about the, the barrier to entry because of the you know capability of sharing information you know across this world right now is so fast and getting better every day with technology. What's your take on technology and you know what 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 excites you about you know the future right now, Connor? What what's exciting me about technology right now is time. And this is why companies like Uber, Postmates, they've seen the most rapid growth of any companies to ever be in existence. And that's because literally what they're selling you is time. Now, right. Snapchat, Snapchat doesn't allow a constant stream of content coming through unless you accept it. So at essence, what's Snapchat doing? Time. They, they maximize their posts to, excuse me, they max, the max amount of content you can put out at a single time is 10 seconds, right? So anything that's selling time in maximizing it with technology or enhancing a user experience is what's getting me super, super uh, excited, and that's another reason why I'm so bullish on Snapchat right now. I agree, and uh, I could probably learn a few things from Snapchat from you. So I'll have to, I'll have to circle, I'll have to circle back on <laughs> on that one. <laughs> but I, I, I know that it's, you know, it's, it's very big, and in fact, it's so big that Facebook tried to buy it uh, for an enormous yep, amount of money times. for those in our audience. Three times, three, yeah, three it's, times it's, each year apart. And the fact that wow. the founder of Snapchat said no to five billion dollars for a company that was less than six years old just tells you how sure he is in his mind about where it's going and the impact it's going to have on the landscape uh, that is the Internet today. So, Well, yeah, I absolutely. love that, Connor. I mean, no, go ahead, Chris. We're both excited. No, go ahead. I was, just, I, I was agreeing. <laughs> no, I was agreeing. I was only agreeing to that, and uh, I agree with you. Go ahead, Alan. You know, there's – you know, I'm, I'm 50, almost 55. And so, you know, I'm trying to learn the, the new technologies and open to that. And there's a little bit of time that it takes me to learn some of those things. But, you know, I, I'm willing to do that. I think there's a lot of uh, companies that are going to get left behind if they're not willing to understand the market. They're not willing to understand what you're talking about as far as time. They're, they have to really hone in on who their market is what is their market, what industry are they in, and what's the message they're trying to deliver, and it's got to be value. That's a completely different philosophy and a completely different uh, line of understanding for these companies uh, to, to take. And, Connor, with that being said, are you finding that a lot of the people, a lot of your constituents, those that have been in your audience, are they actually applying that and uh, modifying their company or their message to accommodate that? Uh, to accommodate what? To accommodate the... To, to accommodate the, the new message that you're bringing, the fact that it's got to be honest and transparent, it's your, you know, your yeah. day trading attention, if you will. Are they actually modifying their business plans and their messages to accommodate for the, this new level of entrepreneur? I don't think it's a new level of entrepreneur. Um, and it's not just you, everyone thinks that they're like, oh, this new generation, like, they're so different. I disagree, and here's why. I think that the reason 
companies are resonating so well with my message is because it's relatable. No matter what generation you're talking to, anyone can resonate with the values that I want to bring to the table. It's just about tailoring it specifically to A, each company, and B, each generation. Everyone can resonate with sitting there and having someone come up and ask you 50 bucks, and maybe if it was your friend, it's a different story, right? Friendliness is something that everyone can resonate with, and that's why I think that it's really, really kind of gaining traction in a lot of ways. I, I love the friendliness, I mean, yeah. and and and, yeah. and and do you think do you think the world's getting more friendly, Honor? Um, I wouldn't say friendly. I would say because of the access to technology and information, we're becoming more aware and understanding. Over the next couple of there years, that that can change to kindness and friendliness. Um, I see a lot of it every day, and. I like, I'm a pretty positive person, so you know what? I'd like to say that, yeah, it's going to make a huge impact, but um, you never really know. But I think that that's definitely right. Exciting. Right, and, and a good point, and, and, and that's why I asked because, again, I agree with you on the awareness. It's, it's, it's heightening the awareness, which will lead to the understanding, which hopefully, to your point, being positive and, and an internal optimist, that it will lead to, um, you know, more balanced world that we live and, and hopefully, uh, you know, we see more of that happen, but, um, interesting and, and interesting on that, you know, relatable piece and, 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 and the value that, um, you know, you, you need to have on, on, you know, becoming friends with your consumer, uh, is, is, is the most, uh, well, I think a lot of companies can start learning from that and, instead of just blasting like they used to from an imaging standpoint, um, as many, you know, images that you can put out there, uh, you know, that's not working anymore. Um, what is working is, is what you're exactly talking about, and, and that's relating. And, and, you know, getting into the uh, mindset of, um, you know, the consumer uh, from, from a way that they can, you know, completely see the value. And, 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 and the transparency is, uh, you know, so important, right? Um, so thanks, uh, thanks for sharing that. And, and man, it, it's just an incredible how fast time goes. I can honestly tell you that. And Connor, <laughs> we have a part of, you know, I just, again, we talked about time and, and you know, leveraging time and, you know, being responsible for time, uh, of time, I should say. Um, you know, we're going to be responsible with your time today. And, and we're going to get into the rapid, bold insight because I think it's important. Um, and thank you for sharing all of the information. And, and of course, we're going to point everybody uh, towards your website. But before we uh, get into the rapid, bold, uh, bold insight, Connor, how do, how do people... How do people find you? Can you let everybody know uh, that's going to be listening to this show, how they find you, how they work with you? Yeah, so uh, the best way to get in contact with me is through uh, my website, which is www.connorblakely.com. Blakely is spelled B-L-A-K-L-E-Y. Um, second best way is uh, through Twitter, which is at Blakely Speaks. And uh, that has my information on it as well. So drop me a message on my website or uh, follow me on Twitter. Tweet me, engage with me. Um, any ways I can help with questions, uh, excuse me, or anything Perfect. like that, uh, I'm more than happy. Awesome. Thank you so much for that. So let's get into it. Rapid Bolt Insight. Are you, sure. uh, are you ready for this? Yes. Awesome. 
What book do you recommend? Uh, the Art of People by Dave Kirpin. Uh, it just came out, but it is single-handedly uh, not only the best business book, um, but you can apply it whether you're an entrepreneur or a stay-at-home mom to your everyday life. And I just thought it was really, really great. Awesome. Thank you for that. Uh, what do you do for fun? For fun, I play basketball with my best friends. Uh, and then we're basically just hanging out, uh, chilling, sitting around a fire, and just talking. I love it. What one piece of technology has helped your business the most? Uh, LinkedIn, 100%. Uh, in a really clouded industry that is business today and everyone calling themselves an entrepreneur, I feel like LinkedIn gives everyone a super amazing opportunity to classify themselves as A, a thought, thought leader and B, legitimate in a lot of ways. Awesome. What quote has the most impact on you? Uh, it was funny. Uh, the other day, someone's like, Connor, like, this is the this is a rule. It was one of my friends. And I'm like, that's a stupid rule. And they're like, well, rules are rules for a reason. <laughs> and I quoted uh, Henry David Thorneau, who said, any fool can make a rule. Uh, so taking a step back and trying to realize what you're actually doing before you call it. Uh, call it a rule. So that's my favorite. I love it. I love, I it. love that. And I love the, <laughs> yeah, I love the story behind it as well. Uh, what is your next bold move, Connor? My next bold move is going to be starting, uh, starting probably a high school entrepreneurship mastermind where uh, high school entrepreneurs from around the country can converge on one platform, uh, and only the highest level high school entrepreneurs, only the highest level, uh, basically to exchange connection, content, and value, so we can all work together and uplift ourselves and set the president for uh, pre previous generation or generations to come. I love it. Fantastic. What a, what Fantastic. an ambitious what an ambitious goal, and and you know one hundred percent any way that we can help you. And in fact, um, you know, I'm a big, uh, and I'm very excited about, uh, you know, helping that age group. And, you know, I wrote a book called The Success Playbook. And, you know, certainly, Connor, uh, it's being uh, released actually in the next week or so. I'll make sure you get a copy. I'll sign it for you and send it over to you. But that's my message is that, again, um, I just love the fact that, you know, people have an opportunity, especially today, and, and taking that big, bold move that you're going to make, uh, any way we can help you on that, I'd be happy to. I think that's a fantastic, uh, fantastic thing to do because our system is broken, and I'd like to start seeing people fix it. So thanks for taking that, that step towards that. Oh, no, thank you so much. Uh, really, really, I'm excited about that one. It's going to be more of a side project, but I'm excited to see what comes out of it. Yeah, fantastic. Well, you heard it, folks. You know, for our audience, our awesome audience, info at thinkboldbebold.com. If you have any questions for Connor, we'll certainly send him uh, whatever he sent through. But, you know, you heard him. You can contact him through Twitter. You can get him on his uh, website as well. And, and I'm sure, you know, all the other social medias out there, Connor's, uh, you know, well involved. Um, since he does talk to companies on how to get the attention, I'm sure he uses them. Uh, but on that note, thank you so much, Connor, for jumping on. But before we uh, before we leave, Alan's got uh, 
you know, last question for you, and then I'll uh, I'll hop on and uh, and we'll end the show. Yeah, for sure. Super. Hey, Connor, I you know I got to honor your transparency and your no BS meter, and I don't, and that's not a, a an arrogant thing. That's just a real honest place to to live your life by. So thank you for for bringing that. And uh, you know, you you talk about a, a couple of things that are near and dear to my heart, and that's being uh, you know relatable and being visible. And, uh, you know, I write about that in my book, and, and I write about that, and I, and I coach about that, and I think it's so important. And you've just, what you've done today is you've just exploded uh, the, the traditional uh, incestuous ways that uh, companies uh, market. And that is, you know, their, their own agendas and not getting ready to know their audience. And, you know, it's a, it's a step back. You know, to, you know, what's really important to your folks? Well, it's the audience that's most important. And I think with technology, companies have just uh, decided not to do that. And they've uh, just blanket marketed. But I love the fact that you've exploded that incestuous model. And thank you so much for doing that. And uh, like Chris said, anything we can do to honor that. But with that said, you know, the last question of the day, what one bold move would you like to leave our audience with? Something they could institute today to make their business or their life better? I feel like everyone is super, super ignorant to the reality that's their own life. So I think the bold move that everyone should make is grab three of the people that are closest to them, sit them down at a table, and literally have them tell them every single thing that they think that they suck at. <laughs> I awesome. love that. That is a bold, that is a real bold move. <laughs> Thank you, Connor. I love the way you think, and you know, again, that that is just fantastic. I said I would uh, come down to the, you know, water here, and you know, every everybody gets a little Zen moment um, since you know we're utilizing technology to run a show, uh, you know, through uh, through our platform onto iTunes that can you know really, um, uh, in fact, reach around the world. And, and Connor, you're reaching people all over the world through our um, through our podcast and. You know, really excited to have you here, sir, and thank you so much for taking the time. But here's a little Zen moment, if everybody can hear it in the background. Can you guys hear the, the waves, you know, rushing in here a little bit? Yeah, it's pretty tough. Put the, put the phone down right to the water, Chris. All right, here we go. There we go. That is the Zen moment of the day, folks, and uh, I hope you heard that okay. Certainly, I've got water in my feet right now. And um, Connor, you're an amazing young man. Keep doing what you're doing. We look forward to spending more time with you. To the audience, you guys, thank you so much. And Alan, uh, thanks for doing a great show. And want to just uh, leave everybody with a thought that I always end every show on. And it wouldn't be a show without me saying, do something nice for someone today. This podcast is a part of the C-Suite Radio Network. For more top business podcasts, visit c-suiteradio.com.